Sister Show podcast. And I am so happy to be here. We're celebrating Black History Month. I might do a special show for that this month. But today I am here to talk about your president, Joe Biden's uh, State of the Union address tonight. And Lord Jesus, that was an hour and a half. I could have went and crocheted or did something a little more productive because in the words of James Brown, he was talking loud and saying nothing. Okay. I don't know in terms of black people and a lot of white people too. Y'all feel the same way. It's just lip service. I mean, he's talking and okay, he may be doing a few good things, but the the speech just fell flat, which he's just not a good speaker, but nothing was said to me that struck me as an African-American, as a black person, after all the things he promised us, um, he hasn't lived up to. And the main thing, the main thing that pissed me off was the fact that when he got around to talking about the police, all he could do is say, we need to fund them more and blah, blah, blah. No mention whatsoever about anything that's been going on in the black community in terms of the police. And even though, though there were black cops in this recent, um, beating, uh, which goes a lot deeper, I'm starting to find out than we thought, um, even though they were charged, um, or let go, let me put it that way, because they finally let go one of the white cops, and then there's still a seventh cop that I know kicked the man in his head that we still don't know who he was, so I'm assuming he's white, because they, they dropped the brothers like, uh, it was nothing, so, um, you know, basically by him trying to still talk about defunding the police and the fact that they're not, we're not going to do it. Nobody ever said that you were supposed to take money away from the police. It, the defund thing meant that other resources could be used. So you don't have cops responding to a cat in a tree or somebody having a mental breakdown. That's the whole point. Take them out of the picture for things that have nothing to do with law enforcement. Their job is to enforce uh, the law, and that is not what they do, okay? And I am so sick of him, all these Biden sexuals, that's what I call them, the black people that keep uh, supporting him no matter what. He has not given you anything but Juneteenth and freaking uh, a hip-hop museum. That's all he thinks about you. And then he trots out the little Indian, the half-Indian, uh, out whenever they need. When she showed up at the funeral for Tyree Nichols, that was a, 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 it was a shit show between her and, and Al Sharpton. You know, the fact it was a vote blue no matter who rally, if you ask me. They didn't say shit about uh, getting accountability from these cops. So, okay, you uh, you sure fired the black ones quick. You never do with the white boys. Okay, it usually would take have taken a year for the video to come out, and then it's going to be all this other stuff, and then maybe they would get suspended with pay, which is a vacation. Then you go round and round and round. See, they don't have any problem getting rid of the black cops because, you know, you're, you're, you're expendable. That blue 
fraternity don't uh, uh, doesn't apply to you, okay? And so um, the fact of the matter is in this speech tonight, all he said was give them more money. So that means give them more money to come and beat your ass, beat your black ass, shoot you, and everything else. That's just basically the bottom line. He did not touch qualified immunity. And that was the thing that he and Little Miss Indian had uh, uh, promised. That they would deal with qualified immunity. Because that's what has kept uh, cops safe all this time. Okay, so um, I'm done. The fact that you can find billions to send to Ukraine that ain't got a damn thing to do with uh, nobody over here, but yet still people are hungry and homeless. There is so much shit that needs to be done in terms of that, in terms of finding housing for these people or either putting them somewhere if they have a mental disorder to get them up off the streets. I live in Long Beach. Parts of Long Beach, you know, um, <laughs> there are people setting up camps, which, you know, I can't blame them. But a lot of them are mentally ill. Let's just go ahead and put that where it belongs. And there's plenty enough stuff over here right now that you need to be worrying about and getting fixed than wondering. Because uh, to me, Ukraine, and Ru that's white folks fight. That ain't got nothing to do uh, with me at all. Okay, and with the United States, we forever running, helping somebody else when you got enough issues right here at home. But see, you don't give a damn about black people, period. You know, it just is what it is. And I'm tired of black people always wanting to be included or, oh, everything, don't make everything about race or, oh, everything is about race. Everything. This country was based on anti-black racism and still is and will continue to be as long as there is white supremacy on the planet. And that's what dictates everything on the planet. Okay, so black people everywhere then caught hell for being black, and I don't know how long it's going to take and what else we have to do for people to wake up to the fact that that's the world we live in. Not just this country we live in, but the world that we live in. Because anywhere you go, any person of color that does not really run their own land is in trouble, and even if they do, they're still in trouble. When you divest and get away from white rule, uh, they break you down so much economically. You're so poor, it's hard for you to come back, even though you have the resources and the raw materials that they need. We need to start, you you know, you just got to get gangsta on some people and start doing what you got to do because they don't give a damn. They never will. They never have. And I don't know what it's going to take. Black people in America, black people in the Caribbean, black people in South America, everywhere. We all get treated the same damn way by the same system. Okay. And at least I can say in my old age, thank you, Lord, that people are starting to wake up and see this shit for what it is. And because it's not, it hasn't changed. I don't know why everybody want to walk around so uh, shocked and in awe and surprised because it's the same shit that's been going on for centuries. Okay? So wake the hell up. And all the so-called good white folks that, that feel like 
Um, you know, they're starting to see shit for what it is. They're not, they're ashamed. They don't have to be guilty. They feel ashamed as well. You should. Okay. And you need to look at your own life and your own, uh, family and see who is who and what has been going on that's passed down and quit acting like it's not there because it is. There is no way in this country where black people have been taught to hate themselves that you haven't been affected by it yourself, the white folks, even though, um, you know, it's, it's just a given. It's just an unwritten rule that's always there. It, even little kids know that white kids know that they're on top and black kids know that they're on the bottom. And nobody sat them down and taught them anything. They just see it for what it is. And so it's time for us all to come out. That's why you, if so many people are hating critical race theory when the shit has never been taught in the school. You know, it's a college course, but nobody wants to tell the truth. Now, our kids can get dogged out and treated like uh, black people are the dumbest uh, on the planet. Yeah, that's okay. But, oh, dear God, don't let a white child feel a little bad about uh, what has happened in the past. No, I believe everybody needs to get the same education, get the same shit, and you take it however you take it. That's what's going to have to happen because that's why nothing has changed. And over the centuries, and people's oh yes it is we can we can sit on the bus now and we can do and, do and yeah yeah okay, what does that mean? Okay, I mean seriously, when you look at the real shit, uh, in systems and systemic racism hasn't changed at all. Individual shit, okay, so what? All these brothers out with the snow bunnies getting killed and the white girls getting off without even going to jail. Now, I that's something I uh, want some folks to address. Some brothers need to take a second look at, okay? Black women, too, that date white people. I'm sorry. There is no way I, I, I couldn't do it. I'm not, I'm not, I just couldn't do it, me, myself personally, because I will keep thinking back on stuff. And yes, you know, each individual person didn't do anything, but that individual has uh, reaped the benefits of their white privilege. And there's no way I can do it. I want a black uh, person in my personal life. So whatever you do in your personal life, that's your business. I, I, I really don't care. However, you cannot deny what has happened and what is continuing to happen, and where are you gonna fall in this thing? Because everything is about race, and it's 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 we're at a time, a critical time, that people are gonna have to make choices. You got to figure out which side you gonna be on, and that's black and white people. Okay, all the white people that think that they're so um, liberal and progressive, we shall see. Because you're still agreeing with a lot of the bullshit that's still out there, okay, that hasn't changed. And we we shall see. We shall see. Black people, we need to start separating from those of us that want to act like there's nothing wrong or, you know, there's they're in such denial um, and have so much intergenerational trauma uh, that they can't separate facts from fiction. So that's what we got to start doing. We got to start doing and look at stuff for what it is and not what we want it to be. 
That's unfortunately the way, the coping mechanism so many of us have. We want to see the world the way it should be, but not the way it is. And I'm sorry, I'm a realist and I'm going to see it for what it is. Okay, if you cool, I'm cool. If you not, I'm not. Okay, I'm not going to scratch where I don't itch. You know, laugh when it ain't funny. I'm sorry. Never have, never will. And that is where we at. We really at this crossroads. So you can't keep uh, being middle of the road. You got to choose which side of the fence you're going to be on. And the same thing with white people. Now, you can go on with your, your people because you never really have to make any kind of choice. You can live your whole life and never have to deal with anything in terms of race. You can hate black people like with the heat of a thousand suns and still make it in the world. It's a whole bunch of racists uh, walking around, and, and a lot of liberals are racist as well. Okay, they are. <laughs> they just don't want to admit it or whatever. But when you put put push comes to shove, they're just as racist sometimes as as a Klansman. Okay, so at least a Klansman will tell you to the fa your face they don't like you. A lot of these li bleeding heart liberals are racist as hell. But they, you know, they might do lunch, but they'll stick a knife in your back deeper than anybody. So uh, if anything, this speech, like I said, talking loud. And saying nothing, um, the people that put him in office, which are black people, because without our vote, he would not have won because most white folks voted for Trump, especially white women. OK, we can talk all that UNITY if we want to. But uh, white women, uh, uh, most of them voted for Trump, not Miss Indian. Okay, and that's what I'm going to call her because she is just falling short. And we're going to see uh, what's going to happen if indeed uh, Biden runs again. I doubt very seriously if he's going to pick her. I really doubt it. I doubt it. I don't know what she's going to do because she couldn't even win her own state. That's why she got out the race when she did uh, the first time around. So we're going to see she has been such a disappointment, which I never voted for. I didn't vote for them at all. And I'm not a Republican either. I'm an independent. And I couldn't see nobody. I didn't vote for anybody uh, this last time around. So um, as things keep, <laughs> as we get ready uh, for next year, 2024 is going to be a mother scooter. We're going to really have to see. And if Biden runs again, which I don't see it, with his old ass, uh, but, you know, <clears throat> we shall see. I'm really thinking they want to put up Gavin Newsom from uh, California out here, and, and he's got, I think, the, the swag that uh, the Democrats are going to need to get back in the game, and Republicans just going to do whatever the hell they want to do. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> so they may pick Trump. They may not. Uh, DeSantis, they really trying to uh, get him ready, but I don't think it's going to be him either. I think they're going to try to find them a slick, uh, slick willy uh, to run for them, just like the Democrats going to try to do. So we shall see. It's going to be an interesting year. Um, I can't wait to see it. So I thank you guys for coming by. Don't forget to um, 
subscribe, leave a comment, whichever platform you're listening to this uh, podcast on. Feel free to always email me, send me any comments, any uh, things you'd like for me to talk about. And I really think I'm going to spend the rest of this month in uh, February talking about some, some things that black people have contributed to this country and that we've never gotten any uh, acknowledgement for and how this country would not be where it is today without the contributions of black folks. Everybody knows it, but nobody wants to admit it. So anyway, that's it for this week, and I will see you guys next time.